0: Let's get going to okay, the Q&A. Uh, we are back.
1: Thanks for sticking around.
0: Hey, guys. So I got just a few texts from Noah. Uh, I think we'll just go through those first, huh? Get things yeah. rolling. Is that how you usually start? Yep. I'm always cleaning while you guys are doing this, so this is fun to actually get to sit here. No, so
1: Usually we start with Noah saying, oh, sir,
0: hey, sorry, running. Bruce, s- yet again, it's another home, home run. run. <laughs> Uh, so, first question, which I think is a really good one, because I, I might know somebody who's also thought the same thing. Okay. Maybe it's somebody I know. So, if a different state has more moral laws, in my opinion,
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. should I just move there?
1: Well, that's so up to you. <laughs> I mean, yes, according to Ecclesiastes <laughs> five two. Um, here's the thing. If your conscience is telling you to abide by the laws of the land that you, that you disagree with, but your conscience is still saying, but you don't have a real you know, command from God not to do it, so you need to, and, so you're... and then you see a, a neighboring state, and you go, but boy, they got laws that let them do way closer to what I want to do. Mm-hmm. That's up to you. You might go, well, because see, it's all about the conscience. And so if your conscience is saying, yeah, by staying in a state that says, you know, where there's no 70 miles an hour on the freeway.
0: Montana, just go have some fun.
1: Yeah, it's like, (laughs) man, I could move there and I wouldn't have this problem with my conscience. (laughs) But that's an individual thing. I'm not even gonna go into that. I can see that.
0: I mean, at the same side, you could have this. Do you stay, how about this? This is my question. Do you stay? to do something about it if you think that there's something, like if the government is against God's word, I guess that's a personal question as well, but at at what point do you just leave and get out of there? Um, Say something like horrible, you know, Mm -hmm. Africa or something like that going on with governments being abusive and all that. Get out, or can you do something, right?
1: It's such a, that is such a personal conscience-based choice. You do what you feel is right for your family, And right for your faith, and what God's and abiding by your conscience. I I mean, there's not a there's not a pat answer for that one. Okay.
0: Uh, I think these are both pretty similar questions to that. Okay. Uh, I'll just hold off on that.
1: I will say this though, as a general rule of thumb, like we saw in the scriptures today, you know, here's a state that has more liberal laws, a state that has, and when I'm saying liberal and conservative here, I mean. Uh, They allow you to do more things like maybe you'd want, more freedoms. And here's a state that's more restrictive. Um, As we saw today, you have to follow the laws put forth by those states. Now you may, just for personal reasons, want to go live in a state that lets you do more stuff. And not be in a more restrictive state. But either one, you're supposed to follow the laws or you're violating your conscience. Mm -hmm. What you shouldn't do is go, well, I should move there so I don't violate my conscience so much. It's like, well, no, actually, you should stay here until you get that under control. Okay. Because you want to learn to live in non-violation of your conscience. Right. Then, if you would like to just go enjoy the, the uh, extra freedoms, do it for that reason.
0: So here's a good one. I think it's in the vein, but... It Brings up a good point. Did the American forefathers rebel against <laughs> God in rebelling against the King of England in the American Revolution?
1: That's a great question. Do you know? A lot of people don't know this. In the 1700s, late 1700s, the American Revolution absolutely split the Christian Church. I did not know in that in America. Absolutely split because that was the question: Are we in violation of Romans chapter 13, okay. or? Are we, is this, do we have a holy, just cause uh, for defying a king who mandates you worship in a certain way? I could see that. And so that was, that split the church. That was a huge, I don't know, that's a big church splitter.
0: Almost as much as the mask of 2021.
1: Yeah, and the Civil War. <laughs> and
0: the Civil War, <laughs> those three. Yeah, went, yeah went that. <laughs> I um, don't know. So
1: yeah, so um, that was the argument. And I imagine there were some people who were for the American Revolution who were doing it for the wrong reasons and there was people who were doing it for the right reasons and on the other side the opposite is true which is why in God's perfect justice when we stand before that throne for what not judgment but for the fire he calls it um when you're going to give an account and you you know your conscience is going to bear witness he goes to the heart yeah he doesn't say did you participate in the American Revolution and he says, why did you participate in the American Revolution? Why did you not participate in the American Revolution? And two people that fought for it, one guy's going to be good, and one guy's going to be bad. And two people that fought against it, one guy's going to be good, and one guy's going to be bad. It's just... Yeah, where your heart's at. It's where your heart's
0: at. Uh, so I have a question regarding the stop signs. Okay. Not because I have a problem with that, because I don't anymore. But the point would be... The you, question, you,
1: your conscience is so I have seared. One, I have one ticket. It's so seared that you don't yeah. have a problem just yeah. rolling right no. through them anymore. <laughs> yeah, just I, I know what you're saying.
0: No, I have one ticket when I was delivering pizza and I was 45 minutes or less of the pizza's free. Uh, anyways, that's my okay. situation from the past.
1: Wow, that had a lot of uh, <laughs> self-justification. And... No,
0: no, here's my actual question though. Not doing bad as worship, does that devalue Honoring God, is that the same thing as honoring God with your good actions? Yes. Just as much.
1: Yes. Because we are told God defines sin in the New Testament. Knowing what is wrong in your heart, Mm -hmm. but allowing yourself to do it is sin. Then he also says, knowing what you ought to do, not just knowing what's good or knowing what's right, but knowing the good that you personally ought to do and giving yourself permission to not do it, Mm -hmm. that's sin. Uh, Glorifying God is simply doing the opposite of sin. So knowing what is the right thing to do and doing it, just like the opposite of sin, that is glorifying God. Knowing what is wrong, and you want to do it, Mm -hmm. but not allowing yourself to do what you know is wrong, that glorifies God. So not participating in something you know is bad or participating in something you know is good.
0: Okay, so i got three back-to-back here. Quick answers, I guess. Is it possible Jesus didn't give an unqualified endorsement to taxes to Caesar, but instead left what was actually, in fact, due to Caesar as an open question. That might come down to the linguistics, like what the actual words come from. So I think there's asking.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Caesar's only do this much, but that again, sounds, that comes to the, you're letting it be your heart judgment. No offense,
1: but that sounds like what the Pharisees would have asked him. Yeah. Jesus is constantly just trying to make these, can we just talk in simple terms? And they're like, well, no, wait a minute, because when you, <laughs> depends what the word is, means
0: it. should be uh. us, our perspective all of us in some way probably like, how much do I have to keep giving the government? Yeah. Like you are. You hinted at it for yourself, right? It's, it's so easier because it's not 10%. It's-
1: they came to him with a very simple question. Should we pay taxes to Caesar? Mm-hmm. Because it was seen at the time as funding uh, an incredibly ungodly regime. And so there was a lot of people advocating in the day that a righteous person wouldn't pay even if you had to be thrown in jail or whatever, you're not going to do it, because you can't support an evil empire. And so, I mean, it's really incredible that Jesus mm-hmm. says this. And they come. So, should we pay tax? And they think they got him, because if you say you should, ha-ha, then you're condoning evil. Yeah. And if you say you shouldn't, ha-ha, then you're condoning breaking the law. And so they say, should we pay taxes to that old wicked, at the time, who was it at the time, Tiberius? I think it was Tiberius. Anyway, uh, Caesar. And Jesus says, what you owe Caesar, pay Caesar, what you owe God, pay God. Mm -hmm. And one of the things you owe God is paying Caesar what you owe Caesar. And it's like, you're living in his country. You're using his roads and his public restrooms, which was a brand new technology then. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's charging you money to make these things happen. Don't, Don't take all the things he's doing and then not pay what he says it costs to be here.
0: Well, I mean, there's a definitely a discussion, debate on you know, public health care and the benefits. We don't have to go into that whole discussion here, right? Because it's not politics. But the point would be, well, you like some of the stuff, <laughs> but you don't want to have to pay for all of the right. stuff. And that's, I think, reasonable at, at the same time to be upset about the stuff that you still want and talking about it like, uh, I get that, but that's not part of my argument.
1: Well, and,
0: and that's kind of what's going on.
1: Back then, like I said, it's uh, uniquely uh, more difficult for us in so many ways. Because back then, the guy came around with a pot, and you put your coin in the pot. Yeah. You know, there we paid our, our, we put our coin in. The guy comes around every few months, and we put our coin in. They weren't filling out, you know, forms and trying to. And so here we are with this incredibly complicated system that we ultimately, as a people, are you know in charge of so it's is more complicated for us but it all comes back to follow the laws of the land obey your governing authorities governing authorities obey god's laws and commands when the governing authorities don't do that and command you or or force you to do something against god or force you to do something then you have to defy them you go and to figure out when that moment is. Sometimes it would be really obvious, but most of the time it's not, mm-hmm. and that's where your conscience has to come in. But then your conscience has to be trained by God's word. It can't just be you flying off the handle. Okay. Does that, does that
0: cover it? That does. I think so. Okay. I think so. Uh, what if God wants you to learn obedience?
1: Am I crackling? Yeah,
0: you're It's just the wire. There, it's a little tight. There you go. There.
1: Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: What if God wants you to learn obedience, but you run away anyways? But you run away somewhere else, like, no, I'm not gonna work on that yet, and I'm out. Is that disobedience? Yes. That wasn't the question, but I think that's what they're getting at.
1: Because if God wanted to teach you obedience, I guarantee he'd been talking to your conscience about it, and your conscience knows that, and you're doing it in defiance of that little, still small voice inside that's saying, yeah, you really need to learn obedience.
0: Next question. Mm-hmm. Justify your answer as such when the American Revolution War followed a great American Christian revival. Say that again. So I think they're talking about wait, the Christian, wait, 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 American wait, wait. Christian revival was before the Revolutionary War. So there was a revival that happened in America mm-hmm. before the war. Do you think there's a correlation to that, that revolution? We've had enough. We've got to change. Yeah, so I that, think... Uh, I don't know if that's their question, but that's...
1: I don't know the history that well, so I'm going to trust them, because I... I, know I there, don't either.
0: I was like, is it before? I know
1: that there was a big Christian revival. I thought it was after the revolution, but if there, if there was one before, and I just don't know because I don't know my history that well, um, boy, logically, it sure seems like that would have played into the whole, we need to have a country where you're free to worship. Yeah. And not...
0: I guess it would be Church of England at the time that they might have, but yeah, I either way, okay.
1: I, I am not the guy to be discussing yeah, me neither. the American Revolution. Aren't you
0: glad we're up here? Uh, is it a <laughs> sin to engage in behaviors or actions that are driven by mental illness? So this is a little sidestep, but engage in behaviors that are driven by mental illness.
1: Um, that all de- that It all depends on how much actual control the individual has and whether or not they are violating their conscience. I mean, I just love our God. I love our Lord. He takes all of that into consideration. And so this person, who was this horrible, awful person, goes up and stands before him and he goes, Oh, yeah, you know, you, were, you had a thing wrong inside your brain. Yeah,
0: either they're pleading <laughs> insanity... Yeah. Is that what they're doing? I mean, they're, or are they actually, they couldn't...
1: Well, their conscience is going to be... Again, all of us is like, oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah, this guy was just... He was, you know, he obviously had mental issues. And, man, if anyone's going to get the the boom lowered on him, it's going to be him. And you go stand there together, you know, by the throne, and your conscience is going, lawbreaker, lawbreaker, lawbreaker. And his <laughs> conscience is just going, hmm, hmm, Like, wait, wait, why is his conscience... Because, well, because... He actually uh, was really good about following his conscience. And I, I know, but his conscience was like so screwed up, and it just, he was doing everything wrong. And he, yeah, but see, you, you serve a God who's actually a big loving dad mm-hmm. and wants the best for everyone. And it, it, you can't imagine the fairness, the justness, the righteousness of yeah. God. So it just, it so depends. Because, you know, there's uh, obviously our mental state comes into play in God's equation. Not in our ruling authorities down here on Earth because we can't know hearts, so we just have to, that's why I'm trying to make that point, a law can't transform a heart. Uh, So we just have to go, well, we don't want people with mental illnesses hurting people, so we'll make these laws. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, and actually back to the the old lady joke, driving in the car, that's almost somebody who doesn't know any better. Technically, that's exactly what we talked before about an unawareness of sin.
1: She might have got to take it from the cop for going 175 on the other highway. Yeah. But when she stood before the Lord, uh, her conscience would have said know. lawbreaker. Yeah. She That's thought right. that, I mean, it's a, it was a joke, but she thought the highway side. So sin is, is very clearly defined and is very simple. You, inside your heart, your conscience, you understand this to be wrong, but you let yourself do it. Mm-hmm. All the while, your conscience is going, you shouldn't you understand that this is not only right and good but you yourself should do it and you don't you give yourself that's it i mean that is such a that is that makes christianity so different from everything else it's a
0: huge relief
1: it's just your dad (laughs) understands you he knows you in some ways it's such a relief and in other ways like oh so there is no getting out of anything especially
0: because i know better now (laughs) (laughs) that's inconvenient
1: (laughs) an inconvenient truth
0: yes uh there's one of the first questions that I, i think i figured out now a little bit um as they understand, this person understands, both Paul and Peter use different words for obedience and submission. Okay. So uh, in the biblical the terms children. was slaves and children should do what masters say, Christians um, should do what our godly conscience says, we're just submissive to the government's consequences. So why do uh, you, we, why do you, uh, so again, they said, as I understand, so this wanted to clarify is, did you look into any word study stuff on submission yeah. and obedience? And is there a difference there? And should we submit to the government as, a, as opposed to obey the government?
1: It depends how you're reading. A lot of people read, here's, it's like I write Char a note and I say, I love you with all my heart. And then somebody gets a dictionary out and looks up heart and goes, oh my goodness, do you know what all he was saying? Do you know that he's saying that he loved her with his physical organ that's inside of his body pumping blood? No, but you use that word. Mm-hmm. It's like... So when you go into the word studies, you have to be very careful, and what I find, especially with the whole, and yes, I ran into it. Yeah. Uh, people with agendas are trying to make something, trying to make a statement. These guys are writing pretty straightforward. They're yeah. saying, look, follow the laws of the land, but if they violate your conscience, don't. Yeah. But if they don't violate your conscience, don't be a lawbreaker. Because at the end of the day, this isn't about politics this isn't even about following laws of the land. It's about salvation to the world. And so both Peter and uh, Paul and James and John, they're all so focused on what's it take to win the people around you? Is the way that you're speaking about those in charge helping the people around you come to the Lord? Yeah. Or pushing them away? Because we have all of our individual soapbox issues and God says, yeah, I kind of only have the one. Save my children, please. Yeah. Do what you can. And so they're all kind of focused on, look, when it comes to all these laws and stuff, stop, stop arguing and wondering. Just follow them. Unless they tell you to do something that you don't think is right, then don't do it. And, you know, like that one line where Paul says, uh, you know, Noah pointed out, and keep it to yourself. Keep these things. If, you have, if your conscience doesn't bother you, but it bothers other people, keep it to yourself. It's like, that's a hard one. Let's get, <laughs> let's get Jesus' children into the kingdom. For yeah. all God's children, meaning the whole world.
0: So somebody just had a question as you're talking about that, so I'll just acknowledge they asked it before you said all that. Can we make dartboards uh, out of the faces of leaders we disagree with? Uh, all kidding aside, do Christians need to be nice about politicians we dislike? And Yes. A lot of times what you're saying is depends silence, our, silence you, might be the best thing. It if,
1: depends what you mean by nice, because some people define nice by uh, acquiescing. And I'm not saying, like, when I ended this message, I said, we're Americans, so shine your light and shake things up. I'm all about it. We live in a country where you can protest, where you can make your voice known in so many different ways. Do it. Yeah. Show some respect. That's it. That's all. Um, uh, I think when uh, Trump was president and they would have the, the thing where he spoke and all the, the news people were there. What's that called? Press the conference? Briefing.
0: Press conference. The, yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Press conference. Uh, the
0: White House briefing, yeah.
1: But there was a lot of talk at the time about how we were seeing such animosity from the people who were covering him. And it wasn't just uh, questions uh, to a president, but it was disrespectful, you know, the way they were acting and saying, because they just couldn't stand him. And I think we Christians uh, tend to act like that, where you could ask the same questions show some respect for the office
0: Just shift your tone a little bit you know
1: a, a soldier salutes this is you know soldiers know this statement the soldier salutes the uniform it might the have position, a position the uniform yeah, yeah the office it might have a jerk in it maybe you don't you can't stand it but you salute the uniform you're not saluting the person necessarily you're saluting the even if you like the guy you're still saluting the uniform you're saluting the rank and so you're showing respect for the office and a lot of times Uh, When we completely disagree with the person who's holding the office, we give ourselves permission in violation of our own conscience to disrespect the office. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't help in our witness.
0: I think that's a good place to stop. I don't know if we have time limits. I've never paid attention to it as far as...
1: You want a short time of prayer? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good place to stop.
0: Okay. I think that's about it. Um, I I really liked the um, using bad for good I should should touch on that the Roman roads and all that stuff it's just like and everything going like even healthcare how you might disagree or agree with it whatever you're at it's like things are better because of the evil man the government (laughs) you know the man looking down on us right it's like we can't but they're not always better though they go also the other direction is it might be perceived as worse it might be actually God's also working through that it would be what I thought you touched on that was really nice thank you Good job, Bruce. Another home run.
1: <laughs> Can you say that with a lower voice? <laughs>
0: good job, Bruce.
1: Um, and I, I want to say one thing. I should have said at the top of the Q&A, and I might have to say to Trish. Uh, somebody was offended by something I said, and it was a throwaway statement of, a few weeks ago, and I'm really sorry I said it. Now, I had a very specific person in mind, and that's never good. When you're <laughs> thinking about something, it's like, oh, I'm gonna throw something at the camera. Um, But I said, I was talking about, uh, I was reading the scripture, don't forsake the assembling together. I said, I'm talking to you, camera. I was specifically, in my mind, talking to a person who said, uh, I don't think I'm ever coming to church again because I just like staying in my pajamas (laughs) and watching church from home. Uh, What I didn't think about when I made that statement, there's a lot of people who for uh, not wanting to get in a big group of people while the COVID and the master back out. Very legitimately, it's why we go to all the work. To, I love having you. That was not a statement that people are bad if they're watching at home instead of coming in. It was a statement that the one or two of you that have decided you're never coming back to church because you like staying in pajamas, it's at you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's sorry. Okay. Uh, oh, I'd say candlelight service. Are we having one? Yes. Yes, that hasn't been announced yet, but we are. And I'm really excited because we have all this awesome production stuff that with video and all that. That it'll be, It's always been live streamed. It's actually the only thing we ever live streamed before COVID. Yeah, but
1: it was not a great live stream. No. We're, so now we're You guys are just on your game. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Gonna be, it's gonna be fun. 7 o'clock, Christmas Eve, right? That's
0: it. Yeah. Okay. I think we're done.
1: Uh, good job. I thought you were very much yourself when you did the opening today. Thank I you. like that. Thank you. I think you're very much yourself right now. This is <laughs> the Colin I see that I know.
0: <laughs> Me I'm in his office like this. <laughs> Trying not to check my phone. No he, hat. just yeah, no. for
1: fear of my wrath. <laughs> okay.
0: I think that's it. Uh, bye. Bye-bye. Till next time.